Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. We have an extra special episode today. One that I'm particularly passionate about because one of my biggest goals as a mom is always to increase the harmony in our home, to have my kids get along, to just have less contention and more joy. And a few months ago, I was like, I got to figure this out. I really like, there's got to be something that I don't know that I'm not doing. And I somehow came across this course and it has been heaven sent you guys heaven sent. It has changed so much of the dynamic in our home. And even just in how I parent and how I perceive what's going on, it's been incredible. So with us today on the show, we have the creator of this course and she is an angel. You guys, I'm so excited for you guys to hear from her. Her name is Amy McCready and she is nationally recognized parenting expert who is the founder of the positive parenting solutions. She is a best-selling author of the Me, Me, Me Epidemic, a step-by-step guide to raising capable, grateful kids in an overly, in, in an over-entitled world. And if I have to tell you one more time, the revolutionary program that gets your kids to listen without nagging, reminding, or yelling. As a recovering yeller, 
and a certified positive discipline instructor, Amy is a champion of positive parenting techniques for happier families and well-behaved kids. Amy is a Today Show contributor and has been featured on CBS This Morning, CNN, Fox and Friends, MSNBC, Rachel Ray, Steve Harvey, and others. You guys, she is legit in her most important role. She is the proud mom of two amazing young men. You guys, be ready for this one. It's going to blow your mind. I'm so excited for you to hear this. So let's turn it over to the conversation. All right, Amy, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I am, oh my gosh, over the moon excited to have you here and for everyone to hear from you today. So welcome, welcome. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this for so long and um, excited about serving your listeners. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Okay. Before we dig into all of the meat, I want our listeners to really get a good feel for who you are. So tell us a little bit about your story and how you got into this incredible work. I feel like I've been doing this forever now, but um, I'm the founder of Positive Parenting Solutions. We serve parents of toddlers to teens all over the world with online positive parenting training. I started this work back when my kids were like three and six. In fact, we were, you and I were just talking about this a few minutes ago, but I was really struggling. I was on the struggle bus big time because I felt like, oh, I'm smart and I'm nurturing and I'm loving and like, I should be, you know, I should know how to do this. But unfortunately, we don't get training in how to deal with tantrums and kids who don't sleep and kids who talk back and like all of that stuff that normal kids do. Yeah. So anyway, I I started the whole positive parenting journey, just totally immersed myself in, in the study of that work. And, um, just felt like that was my calling that I needed to share it with parents. And so I've been teaching, I I created my own curriculum, which I've been teaching to parents now for, oh goodness, 16 years. It's been so long. And it is the most incredible curriculum ever. You guys, (laughs) I, I was chatting with her before this and I'm like, why do you not charge so much more for your course? Because it is life changing, like life changing. It's incredible. So kudos to you. You are absolutely doing your, like you are walking the path. You are living your calling. You are living it out because it comes through in your work a hundred percent. So I would love to know. So you, it, you, you mentioned that you're, you were a recovering yeller Mm -hmm. and I get questions about this a lot because that's me. I'm such a natural, like I'm, I'm a cool cucumber and I can let things roll off my back until I can't. And then I'm like, so I know that, that I'm like, I'm not the only one. And that I guess, I mean, you were like that. I get messages all the time that were like, how do you help this? What do you do? What's helped you? So let's talk about that first. Cause I get specific questions about that one. Yeah. And I think it's, it's one of those things that makes us feel tremendous guilt mm-hmm. as a mom, right? Because we love our people more than anything. We don't want to be yelling at them. But I think so many of us fall into this pattern of, um, I call it the ask, remind, explode pattern, right? Like you ask your kids to do something in your nicest voice and then nothing happens. And so then you start repeating and reminding, repeating, reminding, repeating and reminding. You get so (laughs) sick and tired of that, that you just totally explode. And so what happens over time is that we train our kids to become parent deaf, meaning they learn that they don't really have to listen until we yell, until we get mad. And and then it's this big, ugly scene. And so then for us, we're like, okay, yeah, they finally did what I wanted them to do. 
but now I'm the bad guy. And again, I'm feeling this incredible mom guilt. And, and I will say, I have seen a huge difference from when I started this work 16 years ago to now. It's so much harder now for parents because mm. the pace of life in that short amount of time has just sped up so much. We have so many more demands, you know, parents are juggling careers and their kids activities and there's not enough time and technology and everybody's feeling overly stressed and without tools to help you do all of that efficiently and and um and and without yelling it's just you're just you're in that terrible cycle of power struggles and guilt and and that's what we're here to get moms out of yeah i love it and you're like and it's totally possible so you can go from that place to you know how to handle situations without yelling and they actually yeah. listen and they actually respond. Absolutely. And we are not setting unrealistic expectations for parents, right? We yeah. never want to make people feel guilty because, oh, I yelled. Like we're all human and that's going to happen. But the thing that I always tell my parents is I want you to have to really think long and hard about the last time that you yelled at your kids. Like it's been so long, you can hardly remember. Yeah, And that is totally possible when you have the right tools. I love it so much. All right. So, and, and there are so many tools and there's so many things that as I'm going through this course, I'm like, that makes perfect sense. Why could I not figure that out on my own? Like, why did I not think about this? I'm an intelligent human, but it really is. It's like, you just bring this awareness and you're like, oh, okay. That's doable. That's simple. I can apply that. So I love how, just how simple you really do keep it. Cause then it's not overwhelming and it's not hard to implement. So I want to start with you. You talk about two of the main needs from our kids. When I learned this, this is one of the things that I was like, duh, Micah, you should have known this. But when I thought about it from how you explained it, it was like, okay, this makes sense. I understand why they're acting out. I understand why they're clinging. I understand why they're doing this. Oh, it was just so eye opening to me. So let's dig into those. Okay. So the two kind of emotional needs that I'm going to talk about, this comes from Adlerian psychology. So based on the work of Alfred Adler, um, if you follow positive discipline, it's all work. It's all based on the work of Alfred Adler. And according to Adlerian psychology, all human beings have two primary emotional needs and that they have a need for belonging and significance. So I'll define both of them. So belonging is that sense of feeling emotionally connected to you, right? Like the child needs to feel emotionally connected to the people who are most important to them, parents, uh, siblings, even in the classroom, they need to feel that. They need to feel like, okay, I know where I fit in here. So like thinking about your family and your six kids, right? Bye. Five kids. If like, where does everybody fit in in that family constellation? And what happens is like when you have a, a new child come in to the family constellation, the the, uh, the older siblings like their their perception of where they fit in gets totally rocked. And so yeah. sometimes you'll see when a new baby comes into the picture, then the older children their behaviors will start regressing, and it all makes sense when you think through it. Totally. So it's that emotionally connected. How do I fit in? And having a sufficient amount of positive attention in your bucket every single day. So we are all hardwired with the need for positive attention. And if kids don't get that attention in positive ways, they will 
tr- figure out how to do it, right? They'll try to get attention any way they can. And unfortunately, what they find is that it's really easy to get attention in disruptive, annoying behaviors, right? Yeah. They interrupt yeah. you, they cling, they whine, all of those things, because it really does give a hit of attention. It may not be positive, but it's reinforcing enough for the behavior to continue. Mm -hmm. And then the other piece of that is significance. And that's the sense of, I am capable. I matter. I make a difference. I contribute in meaningful ways. I have personal power or a sense of agency, age-appropriate control over my own life. And if you think about, I think this is the one piece that's just like mind-blowing for so many parents, because like, if you put yourself in your child's shoes, how much control do they really have over their own life? Not that much, right? Because Mm -hmm. they have us who call all the shots. We decide everything. We're constantly ordering, correcting, and directing. We have all the power in the relationship. And so when any human being, a little one or a senior citizen, whenever they don't have a sense of control or personal agency, positive power over their own little world, they'll start to push back. They'll fight to get control and power any way they can. And so that may be pushing your buttons. Like don't, you know how kids just know how to push your buttons. (laughs) Yeah. It gives them a hit of power. They will refuse to do what you want them to do, what they need to do. They will, uh, you know, it'll be the backtalk and defiance, those attitude, eye rolling. Those are all ways that kids get ahead of power. It's not the positive power they really want, but in the absence of legitimate positive power, they'll take that hit of power. And so when we dig into misbehavior and think, okay, are we meeting those core needs of belonging and significance? And if not, okay, that's what's creating these frustrating behaviors. That allows us to just be a lot more strategic in how we fix the behavior, if you will. Yeah. And this was like, it. I could just see it. In all of my kids, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is why she does this. And this is why he does this. And this is why, and it starts so young. I have a one-year-old and it starts at, you know, when you give them the sippy cup in their high chair and they chuck it off and then you give it back and they chuck it off. You're like, (laughs) oh my gosh, the power struggle is already starting. You are one, but it really is. It makes so much sense. They just want that sense of like, I like I'm my own boss in my own life. Like you don't own me. It's just like, and it comes out in all different ways. And then obviously, you know, all my other children, I see it in all different ways. And so understanding that it totally switched things from me being like, why are you doing this? You're being so annoying right now to like, okay, you want a little bit of power. Like, okay, now I can, I can understand what's going on. And it just made me feel so much more empowered in this situation, instead of just like throwing my hands up and being frustrated. Yeah. And it's almost like if you can think about misbehavior as, oh, this is a problem we need to solve. Yes. Right. This isn't, you know, this isn't the child intentionally trying to be difficult or bad. This is a problem that we need to solve. And that's an opportunity for all of us. Yeah. And then the other piece that comes into this is how we as the adult respond. And Mm -hmm. so when one of those behaviors happens, we can either escalate the situation or diffuse the situation. And what tends to happen is if we're operating sort of from our gut response, we will almost 
always escalate or fuel the power struggle. So that's why being really aware of your, your natural tendencies is so important because obviously we want to diffuse the behavior rather than escalate it. So, um, so it's less likely to happen in the future. Yeah. I love that so much. And speaking of misbehavior, this is another thing that was mind blowing to me. You talk a lot about how the misbehavior is not the problem. It's the symptom of the problem. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And so it, instead of feeling like, and I think this is where a lot of parents, me especially felt so not discouraged, but just so just like defeated and, and like frustrated with like, what else can I do? What am I doing wrong? Like they're doing this and they're doing that. And they act this way and that act act that way. And like putting the ball in a four-year-old's court in a six-year-old's court does not feel very empowering to me. I'm like, I don't want to leave it up to them to figure out how to be well-behaved children. So when I learned, no, 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 no. Misbehavior is a symptom. It put the ball back in my court. And I was like, okay, so now I can do things differently. I can show up differently. I can be proactive about this. And it a hundred percent changed so many things in our family. Like yeah, night and day. And I, I think if you can, and I know you know this from the course, but what we ask parents to do is like when they see that misbehavior, imagine that the child is wearing a sign around their neck that says, Hey mom, Hey dad, I want to belong. I want to feel significant, but I don't know how to do it. And I need you to help me with that. And if we can just, as you said, view that misbehavior as the symptom to that core issue of their feelings of belonging and significance, that's super empowering for us. Totally. Because we can make very simple changes to completely turn around the energy and the dynamic in the family. Yeah. You mentioned, and I don't know like how much we want to roll out in this, but there's, there's one thing that you do daily. She calls it mind, body, soul time. And it is literally just 10 minutes of undistracted, totally in their element, what they want to do time one-on-one time and other kids aren't involved. It's just you and them. Oh, my mother living. It is changing the game literally 10 minutes. And in my brain, I'm like 10 minutes. That's so easy. Like totally. I'm like, I've got five kids. That's 50 minutes a day, but you can spread it out and you can fit it in. I am finding that you gotta be so intentional, so intentional because it's really easy for the day to go by and go be like, Oh crap. I did not get my time in today, but it's so interesting because certain kids of mine crave that more than others. And I don't know if it's the season of life or their ages or what, but they all enjoy it. And they all like, they, it, it makes such a difference, such a difference. Oh my gosh. So let's talk about why. Okay. All right. So you defined it perfectly. Mind, body, and soul time is 10 to 15 minutes of one-on-one time. That's one parent, one child. If you have a, a partner, spouse, they're nowhere to be found. If there's other siblings, they are not involved in this. It's just you and that child where you are fully present in mind, body, and soul. And let me just tangent for a second why that's important. So much of our day as moms is spent multitasking, whether yeah. physically multitasking or in our brains, constantly thinking about everything that we have to do. 
So during this 10 or 15 minutes, there's none of that. You're fully focused on that child and doing what the child wants to do. Just like you said, they, you are getting into their world, which again, like everything is parent directed or teacher directed for that kid's life. Mm-hmm. So this is 10 minutes where they get to call the shots. So think about the impact on the belonging and significance first on the belonging. You are creating that emotional connection every single day and filling their attention basket with super positive, proactive, positive attention that they have to have. And then on the significant side, oh my goodness, I am significant. And I get to pick the activity. I get to call the shots for this 10 or 15 minutes, mind blowing for the child. And so when you start doing this on a daily basis, I am not kidding you. You will see improved behavior within the first one or two days. Because when you start giving them what they need at that core emotional level, you're filling those buckets. It's like the misbehavior starts to fall off the radar. Not that everything gets to be perfect immediately, but I am telling you, you will see a measurable difference. Now, the one key thing that I want to say, actually two things about that. First, I want you to label it. So call it something, mommy and me, like mommy and Jason, whatever it is, call it something and like, talk about that. Okay. Now it's time for our mommy and Jason time. And then at the end, oh, I just love this mommy and Jason time we had together. This is like the best part of my day that punctuates it for the child reminds them that you filled their attention and power bucket. So That's the first thing. The second thing is to the point that you just made, like, if you're not super intentional, you'll like at the end of the day and you're like, oh my goodness, we didn't even do our mind, body and soul time. So put the schedule on the refrigerator, just the act of putting it in writing and putting it on the refrigerator says to your kids, wow, this is really important to her. And it helps keep you all accountable. Now there'll be days that you miss it and no big deal. Right. But that will help keep you accountable and, um, and just remind everybody how important this is. I love that. And that, and that's so simple. Like I can even just set a Google reminder in my phone to have it go off and be like, and we call it Finley time. Like we name it Brig time, Finley time. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. My, so Finley is my four-year-old and she is the one that like craves this, like really needs it. And so she will, if we don't have it in by the end of the day, she's mom, we didn't have our Finley time. Let's go have our Finley time. And she really, really, oh, she loves it. And she's the one that if we do skip it, if we, if we like are slacking in this department, she gets clingy, she gets this, she gets whiny, she gets, and she starts to act out. And it's so apparent. I'm like, oh my gosh, but that's like, okay, Micah, like step it up, like step it up. And before I was like, gosh, why are you doing this? What do you need? Why are you blah, blah, blah? Like, and it just changes entirely how you see the situation. Yeah. And I think, so it's going to change your kid's behavior for sure. But I think Mm -hmm. the other benefit is that as a parent, mom or dad, it allows you to feel good about your job performance, if you will. Yeah. Because again, I know so many of your listeners feel so much mom guilt, right? You never feel like you're doing anything well enough. Yeah. But when you do this, it's like, okay, you're doing the most important thing. You are fostering that sense of belonging and significance on a daily basis. So you can go to bed at night, just feel like feeling like you are rocking this whole parenting thing. So it's great for your kids, but you're going to be amazed at how, how good you feel about the job that you're doing as a mom or dad. It's really true. And I love that you brought that up because I feel like, especially as a parent, when you're in your career or whatever, you have like 
you have wins, you have deadlines, you have things that you're accomplishing. And in parenting, you just have like your entire life. Like you just, you have your entire life every day. It feels like it's just, it's like that. What is it? The groundhog day or whatever, where you're just the same thing or whatever, but it is, it gives you that daily win, that daily dose of like, you did a good job today. Like you did a good job. And that's such, it's a measurable thing. 10 minutes. I either did it or I didn't. And so it's, it's really, that really does feel good. It really does on the days that we are like rock our mind, body, soul time. I'm like, yes, that was awesome. Like my kids are pumped. We got good time today. Like you really do feel so much better. And I think most parents don't feel that many times like in reality. Yeah, absolutely. We are taking a quick time out so I can fill you in on something that is literally changing my entire world. For all of my mamas out there and dads, this is for all parents, I started a course that has changed the game in our home. And I am never, ever, ever going to be below learning and implementing and trying to improve. And when I find something that is helping me in the area that matters most to me, which is motherhood, I am going to shout it out from the rooftops as much as I can. So I got this course, Changing the Game, and I want to give you guys access to her free webinar. You don't have to pay for anything. This is totally free, but I want you to get connected to her tools and resources. Amy has created this program. It's called Positive Parenting Solutions, and she's basically equipping parents to just understand our children better, understand how to parent in the world that we live in now, because things are so different than the way that we grew up. And so if you feel like you are struggling getting your kids to listen, you're struggling with them obeying, you're struggling with them helping around the house and contributing and they're fighting with each other and you feel like you're yelling all the time and they're not listening. All of those things are kind of where I felt and I'm like, I've got to change something. I've got to figure something out. And so when I learned about this, I was all hands on deck and it has literally changed the game. So to get access to her totally free webinar, it's 60 minutes. You'll walk away with new knowledge, new tools that you can put in play immediately. Go get access at micafolsomfit.com slash parenting. That'll give you access to our free webinar. If you choose to do the course, it, I promise you, it will be the best money you ever spent. I would have spent like 50 times more than what she's charging for her course, because it literally has changed so many things in our family. And I think if you're anything like me, that's what we want most. We want harmony. We want joy. We want sweet memories. We want strong relationships. We want our, our kids to actually like each other. We want them to build and grow with strong values. And that's what she's really focusing on. And it's just fundamental stuff that we become more aware of that we can then put into play. So go get access once again to our webinar, micafolsomfit.com slash parenting. And literally you guys share this link with all of your friends, any of your friends who have kids. I wish I would have known about this stuff sooner. So go get access and we'll get back to the show. Yeah. So now the things will come up, right? So you have a doctor's appointment, your work schedule got crazy or whatever, If you can't do your mind, body, and soul time, it's really important to acknowledge that with your kids Mm. and be like, oh man, we didn't get to do mind, body, and soul time today because we had the doctor's appointment or I had to travel for work. 
Let's make sure that we get it done tomorrow. And what specifically do you want to do for our special time? So it's like you it. acknowledge that you didn't do it. And boy, was it disappointing that you didn't get to do that. And we make a plan for the next time. So again, it just reinforces to your kids how important this is to you, how important they are to you. I love that so much. And at first I was like, it was so interesting because as I was learning about this, I'm like, do I want them to know that I have to plan in time to spend with them? I'm like, do I want and of course I'm like, I need to just trust her. She's the boss, but it, it became so evident. Like it's so important for them to know, like you are taking the time out to be one-on-one and it wasn't like, I don't know. It just, it, it shifted things and it's cool that they know that they're a priority and that you care enough to block out that time and to be with them. And I also learned really quickly that it would never, ever, ever, ever be able to happen if I tried to do it secretly and like naturally, because when I'm with my four-year-old, someone's got to be mom and the one-year-old, right? So I had to get all hands on deck for my other kids to be like, no, 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 no. this is brig time. Please go play upstairs. Da, da, da. This is Finley time. Please go do this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's impossible. You can't just like secretly do one-on-one time without anyone else being a part of it, like knowing and helping you do it. So it's a family endeavor for sure, (laughs) but it's been awesome. That's, that's like, oh my gosh, it's been a game changer and funny story before we move, move on. (laughs) Taking a quick TV time out to make sure that you guys know that I have some free goodies for you. So as a listener, I just want to show my appreciation and thank you so much for showing up weekly to hear from the guests that we have to take just all of these nuggets away and apply them into your life. I want to celebrate you. And in order to do that, I also want to make sure that you're getting value that is relevant to where you're at in your life. So in order to get the freebies, go to micafolsomfit.com slash DYC for do your crap, micafolsomfit.com slash DYC. And you can put in your email there and get access to the goodies. You will get a 50% off promo code to any of my mini workshops. And you will also get a freebie depending on what you want, whether you're a mom that wants to experience more joy in life that needs help on her health journey, wants tips and nuggets and value and motivation, whether you're a business owner that's trying to work through some mindset stuff and feel confident in what you have and how you want to serve, or whether you're in the network marketing space and you really want to gain confidence around recruiting, around onboarding, around mentoring your team, I have a free goodie for you. So make sure you go to that link, grab it, And that will also get you access to my weekly emails where I send inspiration, motivation, nuggets, value, things that I'm learning, things that I'm teaching. And I just want to be that voice in your back pocket that on the weeks that are hard on the weeks that you're just not feeling it, maybe that email pops through and you go, okay, thanks, Micah. I got this. Thanks for the reminder. That is what my weekly emails are for, because we all need that positive voice that we should carry around with us everywhere. So Go get on the list, go grab your freebie and let's get back to the show. (laughs) So my husband, he is a self-proclaimed workaholic. Like he loves his work, could do it all day long. So he's a large animal vet. And then we also own cows. So when he gets home, he's still very engulfed in 
cows and doing all the things. So we have learned like, okay, so that we can get quality time. Like I will be intentional about like going and riding through the cows with him and doing things because he's so busy. So getting one-on-one time with him is an extra treat because it is like really hard to do. So one time Finley's favorite one-on-one time is to play with their dollhouse or to play like stuffed animals. She's so imaginative. And so (laughs) one time JD was like, Hey Finn, do you want to come out and ride through the cows with me? And she's like, sure. Yeah, let's go. So to him, he's like, sweet. We have our one-on-one time. Like, and he's so good with them when they're out there and they're, they have their time. They get back in (laughs) and, and we're like starting dinner and stuff. And Finley's like, okay, dad, let's go have Finley time. And, and my husband's like, we just had Finley time. We were going through the cows. And she's like, no, 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 no. That was dad time. Now we're going to go have Finley time. (laughs) And it was so cute. And I'm like, that is the perfect just reminder of like doing what they want is crucial. Not what you want, because that I was really good at being like, let's go do this. Cause I enjoy that. And let's go do this. Cause I enjoy that. But when I put the ball in their court, we were doing things that we've never done before because I wasn't, I'm not imaginative. I'm not like a, let's get on the ground and play dolls. And I'm just, that's hard for me. It's hard, but I do it because Finley loves it. And so that is also changing the game and like the activities and the time we are doing are what they want to do. And that makes such a huge difference. Yeah. And one other quick thing, I know we're going to go on, but um, for any of your listeners who are home with their kids all day long, there's this tendency to think, well, I'm with my kids all the time. I give them so much attention, but there is something so different about that 10 minutes of time that we carved out. We call it something. It's very intentional. So even if you are home with your kids all day, you, you know, you work from home or, or, or being home with your kids is your primary job. Trust me on this, like do this intentional thing, label it, document it on the refrigerator, like all that stuff we talked about, because it makes such a difference. It absolutely does. hundred percent. Okay. I would love to dig in. I hope we have enough time for this. I would love to, to dig into the truth bombs. Yes. Can we cover those? We, absolutely I can. think they're so powerful. So I'm just like, I'm just going to let you roll with it. So let's just tell them about those. Okay. So there's so many truth bombs in parenting. And let me define what a truth bomb is. It's like one of those things that when I say it, you're going to be like, duh, like, yeah, whatever. Like, but when you think about how it affects your kid's behavior, it's almost mind blowing. Mm -hmm. So the first of the truth bombs is that kids only continue the behaviors that work for them, right? So we were talking about this issue of belonging and significance. And so if their needs aren't being met in positive ways, they will act out with negative behaviors to try to have those needs met, but then we give them negative attention. And so you can see how it creates this, you know, self-fulfilling cycle. So that behavior is working for them, even though it's negative attention, it's still working. And so that's why we break that cycle with a lot of different tools. One of them we talked about was mind, body, and soul time, giving giving them what they need in positive and proactive ways. There's lots of other tools that we use to break that cycle, but that was just one example. Love it. Uh, the second truth bomb is that, and I'm curious, uh, Micah, if you can relate to this, that parent priorities are not the same as kid priorities, 100%. right? <laughs> so I don't know about you, but my kids could care less, like whether their room was clean. They mm-hmm. didn't necessarily care if they had clean underwear or floss their teeth. Now, once they get to a certain age, they care about those things, right? The wet towel on the floor does not phase them a bit. Those are our priorities. And 
the reason that we get into power struggle after power struggle is we're not recognizing that and we're trying to impose our priorities on them. And if we're not now, there are just things that have to get done, right? Like st stuff has to get done, even if it's not your priority. But if we aren't using enough of the positive, empowering tools that give kids power in positive ways um, from, from, our, from our toolbox, then we end up with the power struggle. So again, kid priorities are not the same as parent priorities. Duh, we all know that. But think about all the things that you're asking your kids to do or not do throughout the day. And how many of those things are actually your priority and not theirs? And again, mm -hmm. back to mind, body, and soul time. That's a perfect example where you are focusing on their priority, but by doing what they want to do, what you just talked about a few minutes ago. Yeah. So all, all of these things tie back. So those are the first tr two truth bombs. Uh, the, sec the third truth bomb is that human beings are born with free will. And again, duh, we all know that. <laughs> but- how does that impact your kid's behavior? Well, it means that whether your child is 18 months old or 18 years old, they have free will. And the decision on whether or not to listen to you, to cooperate, to do the right thing, it's always their choice, right? And as parents, we think that we can impose our will on kids. We can force them to submit to our will and do what we want them to do. And yes, you can totally do that. And that will work temporarily, but it's never a sustainable solution because our people have free will. And in the end, the decision to listen, to cooperate, to do the right thing is always their choice. So they may do it, but they could fight you every step of the way, digging in their heels, pushing your buttons, refusing to cooperate, all of that kind of stuff. So again, recognizing that our kids do have a need for positive power and, and personal agency and control over their own lives. And then using the tools to give them that are going to make family life. It's just going to make family life so much easier. So when we do need for kids to just do the thing because we need them to do it, they'll do it without a fuss and without a big power struggle. Would you agree with that? Yeah, totally. Can we just give them a couple? I just want them to really walk away with at least some tangible things to be like, okay, that's awesome. I learned all these things, but like now, now what, now what? So let's just give them a couple ways to give our kids positive power and help them have that instead of like fighting you over yes. everything. <laughs> okay. So again, think about your day as a parent and think about all the things that you make decisions on. All right. You, you typically decide, you know, what they're eating, maybe what they're wearing, when they're going to do their homework, how much technology time they're allowed to have. Like you have the say so on everything. So one of the tools that we teach is creating a decision rich environment for your kids. So every time a person of any age makes a decision, that's a hit of power, right? Yeah. That's like personal agency. So think about the day with your kids and identify specific areas of the day where they can make decisions. So maybe it's the beginning of the week and you sit down with the kids and you do menu planning. Everybody gets a day when they can pick what the menu items are. Maybe they have some say-so on when and how homework gets done. Maybe they have say-so over what they wear. Cause you know what, it doesn't matter if your kids' outfits match. That does right. not matter one bit. The more that you can give them decision-making opportunities in their own world, that is a huge hit of power, all right? I and so that. that requires us to let go of power. 
So in that example that I gave you, if you care, like if it's important to you, what your kids look like when they go to school, that's something that you have to let, just let go of so they can have the power and control in that area. And there, there's lots of different opportunities with that. I'm going to tangent for a second here. And so one of the things that we have parents do in our course is go through a parent personality assessment. And it helps you understand like the natural bend of your personality and how it affects your parenting. So my parent personality is very, or I should say my, my personality priority is very controlling. And so the more things that I want to have control of, it's going to create power struggles because nobody wants to be told what to do and when to do it and how to do it all day long. And so that, that example that I just gave you of, you know, creating that decision rich environment requires me to give up some of my very high need for control. So for any of our um, guests who are listening, like think about your own personality. And again, we have an assessment that kind of helps you figure that all out. But if you have a very high need for control, you are going to have power struggles with your kids. It's like, it's a guarantee if you're not using the tools that give them positive power. Do you remember what your parent personality was? I don't remember the names right off the top of my head, but I was the controlling one. Yeah. Controlling or superior probably. Yes. Yep. yes. And they were the two, they were like, those are, those are my top two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that to me was just mind blowing yeah. when I realized how much my personality was actually creating power struggles that were yeah. totally unnecessary. Totally same for me. And it's so interesting because I've gotten, even just since identifying that I'm like, Oh, okay. So what's actually important that I have some control over and what's really not. And so it's helped me just like loosen the reins and be like, that really doesn't matter. Like for instance, if anyone follows me on social, you saw that on Easter, Finley wore her pretty Easter dress with her summer sandals and her Easter socks. And it was totally fine. I was like, whatever. But the, my first instinct was like, no, wear your cute sandals for church. Like wear the sandals that go with it. But I'm like, she's four, it doesn't matter. She wants to wear this, she feels beautiful go with it. So it's just the littlest things, like the littlest things. And it's, it's, uh, I don't know. That's why I'm like, uh. the other part of that truth bomb is that like the more decision-making opportunities you give them, they aren't going to fight you on the stuff where they don't have a choice. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of stuff that there's just like no choice. You just have to do it. Right. 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 But the more that you can give them a sense of agency on the other stuff that makes those, you just got to do it because it has to be done moments so much more easy. I mean, so much easier. It just, you know, they're not going to fight back on every yeah. little thing. And I love that you brought up like the menu because especially I, I have lots of listeners that are on a health journey and they're trying to involve their families. And they're like, my kids are picky eaters. They won't eat this. I love that when I include my kids in choosing the meals, they get to choose. And I'm not giving them like, Hey, you get to choose from McDonald's or this healthy option. Of course they would choose McDonald's if they had the choice, but I'm showing them healthy options. And I'm saying, okay, pick which one looks good to you. Pick which one you want to have this week. And when they know that they chose that, they're more likely to eat it. So it's like, that's such a simple thing that will help incorporate your healthier habits and involve your kids help like have, if you have any older kids, have them help you meal prep, have them chop some veggies, have them be a part of it because as you do, and as you involve them, they're more likely to not feel like, Oh my gosh, my mom's forcing me to eat these things. My mom's forcing me to do these things. And there it's, you're empowering them to make those choices. And it's just 
a little simple switch that will make a big difference. Absolutely. And I think about like you homeschooling. So for homeschooling families, like you, you probably have your blocks in the day, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're, we're, you know, it's a math block or a movement block or language arts or whatever, however you organize your homeschooling day. But within that, how cool if you can let the kids have some say so over what we're going to study or what we're going to work on. So again, just the more, just think about that sense of how much control do your kids have over their own day? And the more that we can give them that, it's just going to make the things so much easier where there, where there isn't a choice. It just has to be done. I love it. Yep. Okay. What's number four. Okay. So the next truth bomb, um, is about punishment. And so let me just kind of explain what I mean. And what what I'm going to share with you is actually a Jane Nelson positive discipline definition of punishment. She defines punishment as any parenting tactic that we would use that would cause the child to feel pain that could be physical or emotional or, or blame or shame, right? Like no, no human wants to feel shame. Like that is an emotion that makes us shut down. It, we just completely close down when any human is feeling blame, shame, or pain. That's that we define as punishment versus discipline, which is more uh, focused on training the child to make better choices in the future. Completely different paradigms there. Yeah. But when we use that blame, shame, and pain punishment, the truth bomb here is that we virtually guarantee that our kids will lie to us. Mm. All right. So think about that. Why do kids lie? Well, they lie because they want to avoid an unpleasant situation. Well, if, if you've messed up as a kid and you know that blame, shame, and pain are coming your way, of course, you're going to lie to get out of that. It's a perfectly reasonable kid response, even a perfectly reasonable adult response. Adults lie for the exact same reason, right? So that kind of is like a huge light bulb for us. So we all want to foster these loving, open relationships where our kids come to us when they mess up. Well, if we're still using, you know, 1950s blame, shame, and pain parenting styles, that is not going to happen. And so again, having the tools to bring out the best in our kids' behavior and and helping them learn how to repair and recover when they do mess up, because that's going to happen. Imagine the the skills that we're helping our kids develop and the character traits and and the open relationship that we're fostering with our kids, as opposed to them just making decisions out of fear of punishment. Yeah. I love that one. And that's so powerful. (laughs) That's so powerful and such an important thing for them to learn early because that is those character traits that you're teaching them about honesty and owning up to what you've done. That is so important to have that forever. And yet, just like you mentioned, it makes so much sense why they would lie, why they would want to avoid the, whatever it is, the, the timeout, the spanking, the going to your room, the, the, why would you do that? talk and discussion and, and like, no, duh, no, duh. It's not that they're trying to be a liar. They're just trying to avoid that. And it's like, okay, now I, now I understand this. So yeah, I love that so much. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like lying is one of those things that as adults, we have this like visceral, like (gasps) response, like you're so you get, you panic when your kids are lying. And, but again, it's that lying is not the problem. 
lying is the symptom. And for us as parents, it is our job to create a safe environment for the truth. I love that. We don't do that. Well, then shame on us. Lying is our problem, not the kid's problem, right? I love that so much. Yes. All right. And truth bomb number five. Are we ready for that one? Yep. One of my favorites because I, I, um, I live this <laughs> is that misbehavior is never just a kid problem. And we, as the adult play an equal role in that. So if you can think about your kid's behavior, whatever it is that is, you know, upsetting or, you know, whatever undesirable behavior, recognize that we're 50% of the problem there. And that's like a little bit concerning at first, but it's actually super empowering because if we can just shift our reaction to that behavior, we're 50% of the way there in solving the problem, right? If we can, instead of escalating the power struggle, if we have the tools to diffuse it, if we are aware of our parent personality priority, and because we're aware of that, we use different tools instead, we're 50% of the way to solving the problem. So recognizing that we play a role in that is important because most people come into this thinking, I need to fix my kid's problem here. Yeah. Right. I need to fix this behavior. And, And yeah, there's some of that, but we also have to fix our response to it. And then um, it's just so much more empowering. We feel like we have some control over the situation. We're not just a victim of circumstance here. Yep. And that was what I noticed so early as I was learning this. I'm like, oh my gosh, this isn't how it has to always be. My kids don't always have to act this way. This isn't just like who they are. This is just what they're doing because of how things are right now. Like, and I can shift that. And it, it, I think lots of times parents get stuck in like labeling their kids. Like this kid is the crazy one. This kid is the rambunctious and deceitful one. This one is the mischievous one. This one is the clingy one. This one is the, and it's like, no, they're not actually that they're just acting that way because of something that's going on. They're not feeling a certain way. They're needing something that's not being filled. And that to me as a parent was so empowering. And I think I want, if that, if that's scary to you, or if that feels like, oh my gosh, we're not saying like, put the blame on you. If you have a child that's acting out, you don't have to go, oh my gosh, I'm the problem. I'm the worst. Don't get stuck in like that cycle. Just step into like, okay, this is awesome. Now I get to do what I'm learning and what I can do. And let's just get curious about what happens when I act this way, what, what are they going to do? Like, and you just, you just let it flow. Like don't put expectations on either because then I think that makes it stressful. If you're like, okay, well I'm changing and they're not. So blah, blah, blah. Like just, just get curious, just get curious, try new things and see what happens. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, every every misbehavior is a problem to be solved, right? And, and part it. of that problem is going to be, or part of the solution is going to be addressing how we show up to that problem. Yeah. Part of it is going to be the tools that we can put in place to prevent it from happening in the first place, right? You know, there's so much. That's that's the exciting thing. Like, you know, for parents who don't have tools, like, what do they do? Okay, they put their younger kids in timeout. The older kids, they take away technology time. Yeah. Right. You need more tools than that. Right. So the, I mean, the exciting thing is, is these problems can be solved. And then what are you teaching your kids? You're teaching your kids that we are a family that solves problems together. How empowering is that? Aren't those the skills that we want them to have when they're going off to college or into the workplace or the military, whatever their next step is? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have one specific question for you. Go. All right. So what do you do? And this is kind of what I've run into a little bit. My, I think they're right outside my door so they can probably hear me. (laughs) My 13 and 11 year olds, they love to parent. They love to, I mean, they're the older siblings. They have authority. They babysit. So like they really feel that, but clearly like I'm not having them go through this course. They're not getting the tools. They're not understanding. And so as I'm trying to navigate some of these shifts and like, I'm perceiving situations differently than I used to, they're not. And so then I'm like, wait, what do I do? Like, don't do this. And so then I'm like trying to like referee this situation. So what would you say in that? Like, do I just have conversations with them and be like, okay, this is what I'm trying to do here. This is what I've learned. This is what I'm trying to implement. Or what would you say to kind of help that dynamic a little bit? Yeah, I would totally have the conversations with them, expose them to what you're learning in the course. This is not a secret, right? Right, right. These are not punitive, manipulative strategies. It's all empowering strategies. And I always say that everything that I teach in this course is, they're not kids strategies, they're human communication strategies. So why not teach those things now? And it's that, not that you're calling them out for doing anything wrong, but you can say, you know, I found that Finley responds really well when I say this, it's that I've found. Mm -hmm. And so you can, you know, give her a few of the encouraging phrases that you use uh, and instead of the corrective ones and just, you know, kind of position it that way. The other thing that you can do is when older kids are parenting the younger kids, that's very often a display of power. Like they're trying to have more significance and more power Mm -hmm. within the family dynamic. Remember that family constellation that we talked about in the very beginning. And so think about, okay, how can we give that child, child more power and significance, but in positive ways. And so, you know, since you're a homeschooling family, but even non-homeschooling families can do this where you could sort of set up lessons where the olders teach the youngers. And so the olders are already quite proficient in the kitchen doing, making salads, making whatever, teach the youngers how to do that. And yeah. so they're exerting that need for, um, you know, the, showing their sense of capability and they're using their power in positive ways, but in a way where it's, teaching skills to the younger ones. It's 
fostering that sibling relationship. So just, you know, think again, thinking about why that behavior is happening in the first place, most likely it's their need for, for power and control over the younger ones. Yeah. And that totally makes sense. I've even had my daughter listen to a few of the module videos because I'm like, Oh my gosh. I think if she heard this, she would understand like why they're doing certain things. Cause some, a couple of my kids butt heads like crazy, like just the dynamic. And so as I was like having her listen to some of those, it did. She's like, Oh my, okay. That makes sense. I understand that. And it really did. It did shift. It shift. It shifted how she perceived what was going on. Whereas before she was like so irritated and annoyed and, and then she was like, okay, now I understand. And it was really cool moment. Really cool. So I just need to involve them more. I think so. And I, you know, one of the things when I'm talking with a parent about a particular behavior issue, I asked the parent, you know, if, if I could get in your child's head, how would they rate their perception of their belonging and significance, right? Their, their sense of belonging. How do I, uh, do I feel emotionally connected? Where do I fit in this family constellation? Is my attention bucket filled in positive ways, would they rate that high, medium, or low? Same thing on the significance. Do I, uh, am I capable? Do I contribute in meaningful ways? Do I have a sense of control over my own life? How would they rate that low, medium, high, right? And so asking your older kids that question, you know, how does, how, how do you think Finley would answer this question if she understood what we were talking about? And then, okay, since maybe she feels a lower sense of significance, what could we do to help foster that? So then you're bringing everybody into the process and really, love it. you know, teaching them. I mean, imagine when they have kids, you know, I know they're not going to be repeating patterns of unhealthy um, communication, right? They're yeah. going to be modeling. They're going to be repeating what you've modeled all along with them. Yeah, this is, oh, this is so, 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 so good. It really is. I'm like, why is this not a class in college? Like, why are we not, unless you're going into like early childhood development, like in, or like, why is it not every human learning these things? Because hello, we're only just raising the next generation here and we have no handbook and no guide and no to do. It's like nothing. (laughs) It, It really is amazing. Like when you think about like for a job, how much professional development right. or training do you get in your job? I, I always laugh because my two kids worked at um, Chick-fil-A and Bojangles in high school. And I said, my kids got so much more training in how to make a chicken sandwich than I ever had for right. raising humans. Like it's, it's so true. It's unbelievable. I know it's so true. So I will be, I mean, screaming from the rooftops about this course, because it literally is changing our entire life. So if someone is listening and they're like, okay, like I need this, where can they go to learn more, to get access to it? I want everyone to have it. Like everybody needs it hundred percent. You are so sweet. Well, they can come to our website, which is positiveparentingsolutions.com. And I know you'll have the links mm-hmm. in the show notes. Um, but yeah, go there and check out our course. We have, you know, two different levels, depending on how much support that you want, but um, the course is lifetime access. It goes through, um, it's a video training course and the videos are really short and easy to digest because parents are just busy. Um, but the video lessons, you go through those, there's lots of advanced modules on 
specific behavior issues that you may be dealing with, whether it's technology or bedtime battles or homework issues, whatever it is, there's an advanced module for everything. So just check that out and see which you think would be best for your family. There's coaching support, there's private Facebook groups, just a ton of support. So they can go there and check it out um, and see you know, how we can serve them. And obviously you can reach out to our, our team with any questions that you have and we can you know, answer that for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I will include the links in the show notes of the podcast or on my blog where you can get all the links, but y'all, if you're a parent, I was like blown away, blown away at one, how many resources are there there? Like she mentioned, there's literally something for every situation. If you're struggling with this, there's something for it, but like really just understanding on a really foundational level, why our kids do the things they do why the dynamic is the way it is in your family, like just understanding that and then having steps to move through and having tools to apply makes you feel like, okay, I can do this. I can make changes. I can, we can move in a positive direction. You don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to stay frustrated. You don't have to stay like, oh, this is what it is. I'm just going to get through this phase. You don't have to live that way. You can have the tools and solutions and the knowledge and the understanding to navigate any situation. And that's what I think I love more than anything else is like, just, I've mentioned it a hundred times, like how empowered and just like at peace, I felt with like, okay, we can do this. We got this. And that, that was a whole different feeling than what I had before. When I was getting the course, I was like feeling frustrated and flustered and like, Holy, I'm doing it all wrong and blah, blah, blah. So I just can't even say enough good things about it. It's been so, so, so wonderful. Well, thank you. I so appreciate that. Of course. All right, you guys, if you have found value in this, which I know you have, please, please, please share your favorite 15 second nugget that helped you. I love it when our listeners screen share. So do a screen share, screen record your 15 seconds or 30 seconds, whatever it is. Tag Amy, you're on, you're on Instagram because I share your images all the time with my stories. Where can they connect with you on Instagram? Same positive parenting solutions on Instagram. Perfect. So go soccer page, follow it, share all the things y'all. If more parents understood these things, there would be so much more joy and harmony and just sweet moments in your life versus stress and chaos and rush and hurry and, and all of the things that I think has almost become the norm. That doesn't have to be the norm. And I want to do just my little part to help shift that because I want nothing more for you than to enjoy your role as a parent. I want you to enjoy these years that are so fast fleeting and we need to cherish them. But I also, let's be real. It is the hardest job we could ever have. And so having this, having access to her course and her knowledge and everything that she gives is like game changing. So if this resonated, go get access to that. She also has, you learned about the free masterclass that she does. That is awesome. So get access to that for totally free. We'll have all the links in the show notes, you guys, but I'm so happy that you were able to take time that the internet worked. We were having internet issues before this and I was like, Oh no. So I'm so happy that everything worked out and thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for the brilliant work that you're doing to support moms and families. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Everybody just needs support and community and love. So that's what we're all about here. (laughs) 
Thank you, Amy. All right, you. you guys, we will see you back here in another week. Have a good one. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.